0: Hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 121, Extreme Ownership. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, my voice is a little bit like uh, cracking a little bit um, and a little bit raspy. I've been sick with some kind of cold this past, gosh, feels like two weeks actually, and it's still going on. So I am gonna do the best I can to be clear and not um, run out of voice before the end of this recording. So. So this week I want Uh, to share with you some thoughts that I have had about a conversation that I had with a friend earlier this week. Um, We were discussing some coaching principles and kind of going back and forth and a, a really fascinating thing emerged for me. This isn't necessarily a topic that we continued to discuss, but it's kind of something that I've continued to mull over in my mind that I thought would be extremely helpful for those of you here listening on the podcast that are maybe struggling in a lot of pain with um, just the reality that your life is, whether that's your child's medical condition, whether it's the financial strain that comes with it, uh, marriage issues, relationship issues, doctor issues, like you name it, all all of the things that kind of come with the circumstances that you find yourself in and and the pain of it. And I remember talking with my friend and and saying, you know, your pain is in your story. And she kind of came back with, well, maybe in some situations that works, but like you can't just, you know, when, when people say you can just change your view of it And change your experience of it, it feels quite dismissive. Like, and these are my words now, like almost like what you're experiencing isn't real or some kind of gaslighting of like your situation isn't as hard as you think it is because you can just change the story you're telling yourself in your mind or change what you're thinking and then you can just feel better. Right? And I... I really do believe that how we think is a huge, huge factor in how we feel. I also think that there are other factors like how we slept that night before, right? And what we're eating and our exercise and everything like that. I do think that those are foundational things that put us in a position to either be um, very purposeful with our thinking or to have foggy thinking or things like that. And there are also other conditions that could make it very, very difficult to, to really control how you're thinking and how you're feeling. And it probably might even feel like you can't. Like it's just, I just feel this way. This is just the way I feel. Um, and there's nothing I can do about it. And I do think that there are probably those things out there as well where whether it's hormonal imbalances, chemical imbalances, you name it. Anyway, but on top of that, what I have learned is even when you have these struggles, not enough sleep, chemical imbalance, hormonal imbalance, whatever it is, even when you have those things, it is your thinking that can either reduce or eliminate the struggle that comes with it. And I remember listening to one of my coaches talk about this where, She had struggled with anxiety for years and she had gone to many, many different therapists, all trying to address her anxiety. And she's like, I knew where it came from. I knew why I was feeling it. I knew when I was feeling it. I knew what the triggers were. I knew all of these things and I knew so many ways to cope with it. But it wasn't until I found coaching, right? This kind of coaching that I'm talking about, that I learned that if I change how I'm thinking, I can greatly decrease the anxiety I feel. I don't feed into the anxiety. So when anxiety arises, I don't feed into it. And I used to feed into it so much. I meaning her. As I listened to that this week after talking to my friend, I was like, yes, okay, that is, that is really what I was thinking. Because when I first hear this idea of like, It's dismissive when you tell people to just change the way that they think, right? And I'm not suggesting you just go tell someone, oh, if you're in pain, just change the way that you think so you can feel better, right? That's not what I'm suggesting. But what I am suggesting is that it's not dismissive. If you're thinking about it in the frame of, I should feel good, about this situation, whether it's your child's medical condition, your, your marriage, your finances, I should just feel fine that my child has a huge medical issue. I should feel fine that we have no money in the bank or we're in a bunch of debt. I should just feel fine that my marriage is really struggling and I should just think about it differently and not actually do anything. That is dismissive. And I think that is the assumption that most people have when you tell them to just change the way they're thinking so they can feel better. And I think that is a, an irresponsible way to communicate this kind of skill, right, to thought work and changing your thinking and working on yourself internally. Because the facts are the facts, If your child has a medical condition that you cannot change, your child has a medical condition that you cannot change. Like, that's that. And you might feel an immense amount of pain. And for you to just ignore it or negate it or deny it will eventually catch up to you. It cannot erase the reality of what is happening, right? So that's not what I'm talking about when it's your pain is in your story and you can change your story and lessen your pain. I'm not saying deny, ignore, or negate what's happening, right? Because it will catch up to you. Denying what is real is a losing game because reality wins only but 100% of the time, right? Byron Katie said that, and I think it's brilliant. Another point that I want to bring up is just because it is a story that you're telling yourself about your circumstance that is the actual source of your pain, it doesn't mean it's not real. Right? What I hear often is when I tell someone, look, the way that you're thinking about this is the reason that you're in so much pain. What they come back with is, no, this is real. What's happening is real. And yes, it is real. I'm not saying that it's not real. But what I find so fascinating about that is when you say that the stories, the way you think in your mind is is a huge source of your pain, we almost want to deny that what's happening in our mind is real. Our pain is more real when it's caused by someone or something else. And it's less real when our own thinking is the cause of our pain. It's like the reality of our inner experience isn't as real or it counts less. Like that's what I hear when I hear people saying, no, I can't just change the way I think about it. Like my spouse did this thing and said this thing and that's real and it hurt. It's like, yes, Yes, it did. And the way you're thinking about it is the reason that it's hurting so badly. It doesn't mean that the pain you're feeling isn't real. Not one bit. But I think the reason that we want to attribute our pain to something outside of us is because then we don't have to examine our own thinking and go, Okay, what's going on here? Why am I feeling this pain? And why am I causing myself this pain? I also think another point is that we feel like if we are the cause of our own pain, then we have to make a happy story out of it. Then we have to change our minds and we have to feel happy. And I think that that is just stupid. We don't want to always feel happy. I think the media has sold us and sold us hard on this idea of happiness, right? I mean, and and that we need to feel pain if we don't have all the things. The goal is not always happy. And I think it's important to realize that we don't always want to be happy. We don't want to be happy that our child has a medical condition that could affect them the rest of their lives. We don't want to be happy that our children have developmental delays, that they're being excluded That they're struggling to communicate, that they can't regulate their own emotions, that they need extra therapy. We don't want to be happy about these things, that it costs a lot of money, that it takes a lot of time, that we need to step into more of a caretaker role with some of our kids. We don't want to be happy about these things. So when you hear someone say, or when you hear me say, the story you're telling yourself in your mind about your child's medical condition is the source of your pain, that does not mean you should change it. That might actually be a really horrible idea for you to change it. And you might want to consider, you want to feel pain about this. And maybe you just want to feel pain about it for a little while. Maybe you want to feel pain about it for years. What I can tell you and what I have found to be most useful is to not change the story in your head from one of it shouldn't be like this to I love this. This is how it should be. But what is more helpful is to change the story from it shouldn't be like this To, it is like this. This is my daily reality. See, in the first story, it shouldn't be like this, which is a story you're telling yourself. There's a great deal of resistance and pain associated with that kind of a story. But in the story that you replay in your head that says, this is my life. This is what it is like every day. This is my reality. This is my child's reality. So now what? That story is filled with acceptance and creativity to provide the best life you can for your child and for yourself. It doesn't ignore reality. It doesn't try to avoid it. It doesn't try to erase it. It incorporates it. But that second story of this is my life this is how it is, is so much more empowering and much less painful. It might still be painful, but at least it's manageable. The point of owning, having extreme ownership in the fact that the story in your head is where your pain is coming from, is to know that you can handle any emotions, that you can do hard, that you can do pain, and you can feel anything and come out on the other side in one piece, that you can make any difficult circumstance manageable because of what you make it mean, which is a story. What we make things mean in our minds to us is a story that we're telling ourselves about it. What's the story you're telling yourself about your child's medical condition, about your marriage, about the state of your finances, about your child's development, about you as a mother? What are the thoughts you're having? What is that story? Is it debilitatingly painful? Own the fact that you have created that story, that that's what you're making it mean. And that you can shift it. Not to be happy. You don't have to. You can if you want to. But it's not the only option. Right? This is the power of coaching. This is the power of extreme ownership of your emotional life. This is the power of stepping into a creator role of your life. It all starts in your head. Yes, it's hard. This life that we live Yes, there are so many things outside of our control. Yes, it's painful. And no, you don't have to deny reality to reduce the pain. Yes, you have what it takes to reduce emotional heartache and pain. Own your story. Know that it is real. Know your pain is real. Your circumstances are real. And know that there are other realities out there that will serve you better. Dwell on those. Think on those. Yes, you can change the way you think and have a better experience with anything. But it doesn't mean that that is the right move for everyone in every situation or for every person. But what it does mean is that you have options. You do not have to stay trapped in your pain, waiting for something in your life outside of you to change. You can change it now. You can reduce your pain now. You can manage it in a new way now. And it starts with addressing the story that you've told yourself about your life and about your child, about what you're making it all mean. That's the power of extreme ownership, my friends. All right, that's what I've got for you this week. Until next time, take care. Hey, mamas, listen, you can create the life and relationships you want as a mother raising children with special needs, and I can show you how we can hop on a free zoom call and talk about what you need what you want and what i have to offer no pressure and it'll be super fun to chat and connect so send me a message on my instagram mamas have special needs too the links below and let's hop on a call